Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hello, show, season two, mix number... 23. 23, Michael Jordan. Wow. Woo. That weird horror movie... Is that it? Yeah, the number 23 with Jason. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Halali Show, everybody. What's up? That's JC. And that is Rika GGG. Welcome to the Halali Show where we talk about anything and everything under the sun. Is yes. Um, we do that, but we do have some structure for the podcast. We start talking about our lives, what happened in the week, mm-hmm. uh, which is called Where You Been. Yep. And then we do the TTs, the trending topics for today uh not that many big things happened this week but there are a few uh we talked about trese a few mixes ago but trese came out the the, the netflix show the filipino netflix show and you know it did it did great numbers we'll talk about that we'll also talk about david archuleta american idol alumni nurse nurse alumni how do you say alumnus. it if it's one i, I think it's alumnus it. alumnus uh, and uh, coming out as coming out to as a member of the LGBTQ plus community. And uh, we'll talk about an Americans Got Talent contestant who went viral over the weekend because of her original song that she performed that got her the golden buzzer. Rika G loves this song. I know. Um, also, we're going to introduce a new segment for yeah. today's show. We're, we're going to try it out. Yeah, we're going to try it out. And JC thought of an impeccable <laughs> name for it. <laughs> You're Actually, a freaking genius. That, this is, you know what? This is the reason why you're the best partner in the hey. world. <laughs> Uh, so it's it's not going to change much of the what what you norm what you're used to in our other our regular mixes, but sometimes we we find stuff that maybe isn't super trending, but it's it's funny or it's weird. Interesting. Or, you haven't yeah. even you haven't you know heard about it. Yeah, and it's yeah, odd. Cool. So we were thinking That's a name. We're like, should we should we do something <laughs> like uh you know with beans like yeah. you know bean weird beans cool or something beans or something cool yeah. Beans. But. No. I, it just came to me. I said we should call it Odd Diva. Because <laughs> <laughs> I said I said I wanted something like it sounds like Filipino, you know. It yeah. sounds you know, whatever Tagalog. <laughs> JC just spit out fire. Odd Diva. <laughs> should we do that before the TTs or after the TTs? How um, how will we place? That? I think you know what because sometimes our titis could be a little heavy right we could place it at the end depending so on the more of, yeah it's, okay. it's more of like you know like a pick-me-upper got it right yeah i like it i All love right. that you know we're having this pre-prod yeah man. while we're in the show <laughs> this is professionalism man i'm not wearing a bra i'm hey, sweaty yeah. I'm, I'm not wearing a shirt right now no. it's so hot bro. <laughs> it is so hot uh, oh we're not God. in the same room, by the way. We so are not. Okay, Please don't make it. <laughs> or you can. You can. You know, you Wattpad can. that imagination. shit. Use <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Creepypasta that <laughs> shit. <laughs> uh, if you want to skip to the, the whatever we're going to talk about today, uh, the timestamps are in the podcast description, wherever you're listening to this. 
hopefully it's on Spotify where we made number 23. Number Pete, number 23, you guys. That's among all of the hundreds of podcasts in the Philippines. We were number 23. Yeah, 23. That's what I was thinking because I was thinking, you know what, when we we got to that number, I was thinking, okay, well, it's number 23. Because you know how sometimes in your head you have that that internal struggle struggle or like self-sabotage. I kept mm-hmm. thinking, well, it's still not in the top 10. But then when I started thinking about how among the hundreds of shows in the Philippines, we are number 23. I started to look at it differently. I'm like, this is such a freaking big deal. It was, cool. I was, it was pretty cool. So thank you guys for, you know, land, for making us land number 23, this tr- number 23 spot. So thank, thank you. you. All right. Shall we do where wow. you been? Where you been? So I can go first because I didn't do much this week. I've just been playing Call of Duty mm-hmm. again. I'm back on it. I was playing for hours, dude. I, from Friday night. Okay. To so I Friday like 11 p.m. or midnight Friday. I played until until Saturday. Okay. I mean Saturday midnight. I played. But that's until, basically Sunday. Yeah, I played until like 7 p.m. <laughs> it's like 20 hours. <laughs> that shit was crazy. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, it's what college dorms are made of. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I've been watching a new show on Netflix. Okay. Uh, being Sweet Tooth. Did you see that? Oh, yeah. I know a lot of people who, who liked it. Chico's and I'm watching, planning. Right? She goes watching. Yeah. Right? And he actually read the comic book. Yeah. The yeah. Graphic I, novel. Cool. I didn't know that it was actually based on a graphic novel. I, ha- I might have to check it out. I'm in I'm I'm like on episode four. No spoilers so far, but the latest episode that I watched was kind of like, what the fuck is happening? Like it's such a weird turn of uh did you see that um tone. Did you see that I think for promotion or something? Uh they made like a real life version of that for people to react to. Like they placed no, the kids. Yeah, I saw an article. I don't know much about the details. You guys yeah. can look it up. But yeah, so that people can just react to seeing what do you call the creatures or the the kids? My hybrids. Yeah, just to see how people would react to seeing a hybrid. Mm-hmm. They made it into real life. Uh, I mean that that would be pretty cool. Yeah, the I mean story, they, they do look cute, right? The, some of them. <laughs> some of them. The story is uh, there. There is this virus that comes, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in, onto the earth or whatever the world, and it starts taking out a lot of people. However, at the same time that this virus comes out, every single baby in the world now is being born uh, with a mix of an animal like gene or something. So like mm-hmm. half. So the main character, uh, his name is Gus and he's a 10 year old kid, uh, but he's part deer. So every, every kid after like Bambi, this point, that is so cute. Okay. <laughs> So and it, and it's just a I guess it's an unraveling of the secret of is the, like why why did this happen at the same time mm-hmm. are they related but I'm gonna the, the virus and the, all the kids being born as as animal half animal is that thing uh, and it's just about this kid you know, see Gus and he's traveling to go find his mom uh, and he's he's accompanied by you'll you'll see in the first episode how they end up together but he's accompanied by his what i would call his guardian is his protector 
his reluctant protector at that. I forgot the name of the actor. Big buff black guy from uh, Ender's Game. I forgot his name. Al. You just look it up. Just look it up on Wikipedia or something. It's so, it's okay so far, except like I said, the latest episode, and it's not really a spoiler, but they introduce like like Lord of the Flies style. Okay. You ever you ever read or watch Lord of the Flies? No, I did not. I am so sorry. Uh, but Lord of the Flies is about these kids who kind of are are stuck on an island and they they start turning on each other and rebel and shit. It's kind of like that. It's a weird. Oh yeah. Well, I do know the premise of Lord of the Flies. Yeah, I remember this group. Oh, sorry. You remember what? No, I just remember listening to a podcast where they talked about Lord of the Flies, but. Yeah, this the whole story. I don't know about it, but yeah, go continue. Uh, and uh, yeah, they they just it's such a weird introduction of characters who are they have like video games and go karts. It's so weird. I, I didn't I didn't like that part. I was like, shit, should okay. I keep watching? Uh, I that and I've been catching up on My Hero Academia. So it's the latest season is released weekly now on Netflix, which is awesome. So you can go catch up on that if you haven't uh, watched that as well. What else, man? Mm. Did you eat anywhere? Oh, I ate, at, I ate at Marugame again, dude. Again? Wow, yeah, dude. Marugame. Cool. Oh, last night before work, I ate at Ramen Nagi. Mm. Oh, I have something to, to, to say about like a ramen place. Okay. Uh, and no, nothing else. I've been thinking of, like every weekend I should get something nice to eat. Uh, yeah. So I'm looking for... Like Ria, Syria, my radio partner, she recommended some ice cream, uh, so another ice cream place, like that I could order on Grab. It's super expensive. It's expensive though. I mean, it's like what do you call that? Artisan or Artis- I, I artisanal? Artisanal, organic. I don't. Really- <laughs> it's called on. I saved it here on my phone. Okay, no, I did. Oh, I did. I did. Kurimu.ph K-U-R-I-M-U. Oh, I've heard about it. I've seen I might have some to check photos. It. It, it's pl- there's they have a one called guacamiso, which is a plant. Damn. Based. Yeah. Avocado formula. Uh, avocado formula infused with a homemade cashew cream. Mm, oh, so it's not like it's, it's not, non-dairy. Yeah, this one. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I think they have dairy ice cream no minute, but this one is non-dairy. I kind of want to try it. And I had milk tea for the first time in like two years. Wow. This what kind? Uh, Thai milk tea. Uh, cha time. Yeah. With pearls. So, <laughs> that's my highlight of my week, man. <laughs> There's really nothing else going. Oh, I watched the NBA. Uh, just some updates mm-hmm. on the NBA real quick. The Phoenix Suns, man, they won. They swept Ooh. the second round. Holy shit. The second round. They swept the... Denver Nuggets, who, who has the uh, congratulations, by the way, to Nikola Jokic, who won the MVP for this year. Unfortunately, his team just lost 4-0 and to the Phoenix Suns, led by Devin Booker and Chris Paul. Galing, galing. And the Nets Isn't that my the, team? The, no, like, your team got no. eliminated early. First round. Blazers. Okay. So well, I then am. I'm switching to the Suns. There you go. The Suns is a good team, too. <laughs> Uh, the Nets also are lost today, but it's still 2-2. The series is tied 2-2 to the uh, so it's Milwaukee Bucks still going on. James Harden got hurt. Kyrie Irving rolled his ankle. Uh, oh. But yeah, I've been watching the NBA. That's pretty much my life, man. Uh, okay. Finn, how about you? 
Okay, so let me just start with I'm gonna end with a BTS festa, BTS muster, but I'm gonna start with um so last when was that? Was that Saturday? Oh no, 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 Friday, last Friday, we went to eat at Epudo. So you know Epudo they serve like yeah, they serve ramen. I know, and they have like the best um what do you call this? They have the best pork buns and chicken buns like a bao i haven't tried the like chicken buns i know we gave away the pork, the pork buns, buns right? the before, chicken yeah. buns are like really good too so anyway i just really want to commend their staff their wait staff everybody uh who works there because i was just thinking how we eat there almost every month because my mom gets her hair done at the salon beside ipudo in ayala 30th so this is the ayala 30th branch and then we eat there almost every month. And every month, every experience would be just so nice. So obviously, like, they would have safety precautions and, like, sanitize everything. And that's expected, right? But the first time I ate there, I actually spilled some hot tea on me. And I remember they had their first aid kit complete, even with the burn ointment. Burn cream? Ready, ready for you. And I'm like, wow. And they were about to give me the whole tube, dude. And that's not, you know, that's not cheap. So I was like, no, thank you. Um, So I just put some on and then uh, I thank them. But every time they would go to our, like the staff would go to our table, they would ask me if I'm still okay, if I'm good or whatever. And then, so every time we would eat there, it would really be a nice experience. They would tell us all about the stuff that we don't know. Even if we just ate there a month ago, we would still ask, oh, what's in this again? So I really like that about them. And then recently, I really appreciated um, what happened because first they ran out of some ingredients for the salad that we ordered that we really like. Um, And the manager personally spoke to us and told us that, yes, we still can serve you a salad, but it's just not up to par with, you know, the quality that we want to serve you. Mm -hmm. So you might want to choose another item in the menu, which we really appreciated um, we ended up getting another uh, salad, which was like a cucumber salad in the sauce type of shit. And we ended up loving it. It was great. You guys should order it. There are only two types of salad that they, they that they serve there. And you guys should try both of them. It's really nice. And then um, when the manager was talking to us, uh, you know, I was actually injecting my insulin. So as soon as he saw, he stepped back and said, oh, I'll just come back, uh, which was which was really nice because, I don't know, for me, it was just really nice. And the whole experience was just, I don't know, I just really wanted to appreciate the staff, obviously because they're also frontliners. And uh, if they do a great job, then why not, right? Uh, literally, I was fangirling last last Friday on my Instagram <laughs> stories. I kept posting about it, uh, but then again, like you have to, um, you have to try out their pork buns and their chicken buns. It's the bomb. Um, it's it's really good. Uh, Saturday, I well, I just I went to work, worked out a lot. Also, um, the past few days, I haven't been attending our Zoom workouts because sometimes I feel like I need a break. Like my body needs, you know, I need to shake things up when it comes to my workouts. Um, I have been watching. I did watch a bunch of stuff over the weekend. So first, did I tell you about? Awake? Did I already you... say that? Or did I just tell did you about you... it? Did you? 
I don't remember, friend. Okay. So anyway, I watched Awake, which is really nice. I love the whole premise of Awake. Uh, Basically, it's just everybody in the world suddenly cannot. Oh, um, can't sleep. sleep. I saw the trailer. I love. Oh, my gosh. It's such a good movie. I love the whole, you know, post-apocalyptic. And even the ending was really nice. Um, I don't know. Uh, it kind of reminded me of Bird. What's that? Bird, bird box. box. Yeah, it kind of reminded me of Bird Box a little bit, like the whole feel of it all. But I do like that the main character. Oh my gosh, I totally forgot the main character's name. The one from Jane the Virgin, Gina Rodriguez. Gina Rodriguez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love her. I love how they told you know her backstory, but they didn't need to go back. They didn't need like a flashback or whatever, but you already know her backstory. That was real. Uh, like it's good storytelling for me. So um, Gina one, Rodriguez. Gina Rodriguez. I really. I know moving as a Netflix. I love that. That that. Like, oh, uh, the love story. The love story. That yeah. shit was really good. And then um, I also watched Otherhood, which Other- was about like mothers who oh, felt motherhood. like. Yeah, no, it's otherhood, like otherhood. without the M, because oh, okay. they felt like they were the others. You know, mm-hmm. after their their sons grew up, they felt like they weren't needed anymore. It's a it's an entertaining movie. It's kind of like the same feeling you get when you watch New Year's Eve or Valentine's Day. Like, there's really no point. It's just for entertainment. Also, okay. I was just thinking. I I actually don't know how to feel about it because I was just thinking. I wonder what mothers feel about it because there are a lot of stereotypes when it comes to being a mother um you know being sad that your your kids forget about you or you know forgetting your life before or after having kids and shit like that i don't know how mothers feel about it the reason why i i can't decide what i feel about it because i'm not a mother but i do want to know what actual mothers feel about the movie you know if if it's something that they can relate to Yeah, I know, you know, um, if they can relate to that or I don't know, I feel like mothers that listen to us, right? Of course, of course. I think Um, we do. We have we have parents who listen. Yeah, I think. Right. (laughs) I'm not sure. Do they have like, I don't know, a certificate? Like young parents. (laughs) (laughs) No, anyway. We won't touch your baby. We won't harm your baby. No, we won't. Of course not. But anyway, uh, yeah, I don't know how to feel about it, but it was entertaining and it was just like an easy watch. You know what I mean? Something that you can just watch one afternoon. I got you. So yesterday was the highlight of my weekend. So aside from out my, you know, me taking my Korean class, we had a quiz, blah, blah, blah. I had to you know, review the whole week. I just needed to get over my Korean class because after that, like I I was like a headless chicken yesterday after Mm. our class because I wanted to order food. I want to put on makeup. I literally, it felt like an event for me, a concert, an actual concert because literally I put on shoes. I put on an outfit. I had shades on my head and like I put makeup on and I ordered some food and I just locked myself in my room and watched the BTS eighth anniversary concert, their muster, uh, which was called Su- Suju. Suju. Okay. I think Suzu. 
And it was just really nice. Uh, there were a lot of things. There are a lot of things that I want to discuss. Like, of course, definitely with their hair and their outfits and, their, you know, dancing and everything. But the main thing is it was just such a pleasant experience. Obviously, because this is also my first muster. So you guys, please bear with me. My feelings are still intense. Mm. And I think a lot of people felt the same way, even if they're like, are really, I don't know, seasoned army if they've been there for years. Because, you know, this is the first muster that, or the first first anniversary that they celebrated in quarantine. Mm-hmm. No, 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 sorry. No, this is the second Second. One. Yeah, the second one. But, you know, you, you get what I mean. It's still fresh. The feeling is still fresh. It's pandemic shit. What are you I saying? know. It's pandemic shit. After this pandemic shit, we're going to do move on. But I'm going to go in and see Namjoon. Anyway, such a nice experience. And I loved how they told a story with the lineup of their songs. Um, uh, the lineup is online. You guys can like look it up. And I know there are a lot of people uploading some videos of the concert, which is really nice. They held it outside this time because in, I think, last the concert last year, which was Map of the Soul, which I watched, was inside. I think it was like in a set. But this time around, like they literally set up like a concert venue, but there were no people except for the staff. And they set up screens for armies all around the world that who were lucky enough to be flashed in the screen. Um, and I like the whole concept that it felt like, I don't know, this isn't confirmed. I was, I'm just guessing. It felt like they were, you know, like astronauts in another in another planet because they had like the Mars buggy and mm. and everything. It, it kind of felt like that um, because Suwuzu or Suju, I think um, is the Korean title of their song called microcosmos, which is basically like micro microcosm or micro universes. And I read somewhere that it means that you can create your own micro universe in your own room you don't have to feel alone you can create your own world and you don't have to feel like you're facing the world by yourself which is really nice because i felt like bts uh created that universe for us you know so so that we could feel like we're a part of something bigger or a part of something small right isn't it really nice it is um and then okay so when it comes to fangirling i'm very intense as well there are a lot of things that i want to discuss one hour each okay (laughs) number one nam june decided to cut his sleeves for his shirt and show off the gun show his guns are out and I feel like, you know what, as you should, because you've been working out. And when you've been working out, I feel like, you know, you have some right to show it off. Why not? Right. Mm. I think a lot of them have been working out. They they revealed that they like, you know, working out together. And then some and I think it was Suga who said that they've been working out topless. And I'm like, why do you put that mental image in our heads and not <laughs> show it to us? OK, no, just kidding. Um, and then number two. OK, Suga was a revelation for me it, he was a revelation for me yesterday because Why? i never really looked at sugar in like a physical type of way because 
I've always been in awe of his writing skills, rapping skills, him being a producer and beat maker. Impeccable. He he really has talent, but I never really looked at him, you know, in a physical sense. But yesterday was kind of like, yes, daddy. Yeah. <laughs> yes, daddy. Yeah. I'm here. I'm awake. <laughs> I am awake. Minyungi, okay. But um, yeah, it was really, uh, it was just a revelation. I felt like, you know, this, this whole cloud was lifted up and now I see you. I see you, sugar. And then, okay, so number three, there is um, the, all of them performed Suga's uh, solo song, which was Dechuta. And Dechuta is like a, basta, parang solo project, but it ended up that all of them uh, having parts of the song, which was really nice. And a lot of people, a lot of people, you know, went crazy over uh, J-Hope's part, mm. Hobie's part, which was like the fast rap. And he delivered it smoothly smoothly okay he ate that shit up <laughs> um and then lastly i would like to uh, dedicate a moment of silence for all of everybody simping over jk and ex- you know jk exposing his tattoos finally yeah i didn't know that he had tattoos yeah he has like that. a full arm tattoo i've seen a lot of uh people explaining why he decided to reveal it now just now um somebody said that because it wasn't on korean broadcast mm. uh it wasn't a Korean broadcast that, you know, they can basically show whatever. And then number two, I, I saw that uh, maybe he waited for his full arm tat to be to be filled up before showing it to everybody. Nah. That could also be a thing, right? If you really want your your tattoo to be like a piece of art. Yeah. So I kind of get that one. And then obviously people have been speculating about his eyebrow piercing and at the from the very beginning, I thought it was real. And even when he said that it wasn't real, I was thinking, even if it wasn't real in the music video, what if he he liked it? He liked the look and then ended up getting the real thing. Because I mean you can. And it's you know, it tied the whole look together. I thought yesterday that I was gonna be wrecked by Hobie, by J Hope, but no, I was wrecked by by Jungkook. As in <laughs> I could not look away, sir. <laughs> Um, and then we also got last one. We also got like a live version of Disease. Uh, I don't think they've they've um, performed Disease ever before in any live. of the shows. I think yeah, live. Maybe that's why you know people were going crazy over it. And then their last song was uh, like I said, Microcosmos. You you should really listen to that song. It's really nice. It's one of like. Um, it's one of the their, I guess, their love letters to the their armies, fans. their fans from all over the world. So it was a really nice experience. Today is day two, and uh, I'm sure we're going to get like another set list, and I will fangirl again next week. You better prepare for it. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so there we go. <laughs> that was my week. I think that really that really helped in shaping my my, you know, the first day of the week because even if I have the worst dysmenorrhea, I have the worst <laughs> period pains, I do not care. I know I'm going to be looking forward to the, you know, the concert later. And I was just in such a good mood. You cannot shake this girl today. That's good. <laughs> Finn. Finn. All right. Well, pal, let's start with the TTs. Let's just start with Trece. Uh, it is number, at least at the time of this recording, it's now number one on the Netflix Philippines charts. Congratulations to the team of 
of 13. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it also entered the top 10 of Netflix Canada and Netflix UAE. Uh, so shout out to all the people streaming it. And I, I know there's a lot of Pinoy's in, in Canada as well as UAE, but I'm guessing people who are not Filipino who are living in in Canada or UAE are like, what the hell is Tresim? That looks interesting. And then they'll learn a lot more about, uh, you know, our uh, us or the Philippines and stuff. I think that's mm-hmm. really neat. Um, what do you think about people's people um saying that you should just watch it in Japanese dub or the English dub? Right, or yeah, yeah, yeah. The Tagalog version is so weird. What do you think about it? Because at first I was like ready to throw hands, and then. <laughs> Looking back, I was like, I kind of, okay, so I kind of understand your side. You know, I don't, I, you mean, nobody has to, mm. you don't have to be violent about it. So, but you, for you, like, what do you think about it? Um, well, for me, I prefer watching, let's say, anime in the original language that it, mm-hmm. it was meant to be in. So in this case, well, like, for example, My Hero, I, I like watching in Japanese I tried to watch an English dub, like the, the official English dub from, I yeah. think, whoever made the English dub Funimation or something. And it's okay, but it this it feels weird to me. But I did enjoy watching Dragon Ball Z in English. Mm-hmm. I, but I, I watched Dragon Ball Super in Japanese, but I watched a lot of Dragon Ball Z in English, and I like the voice acting in that. And I, and I watched the movies too, like the, the Dragon Ball Z movies. In English, English and Japanese too. Now that I think about it, but it just depends on how well it's done. I think it's just really about how well it's done. I'm not really a purist. I know there's some people who are like, "Oh, I can't listen to the dub, or I can't re- watch the dub version of blah blah blah." This animation, but it's okay for me. How about you? Um. Okay. So, like I said, when I first uh, saw some tweets about. Uh, people saying that, guys, can you just watch it in English dub or, you know, in yeah, the yeah. Japanese dub, it's better, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, at first, I felt a little fire in me because <laughs> you, know, you know how I am. You know, I mean, like I like because I'm proud. I'm proud. Of, I'm proud of being a Filipino. I'm proud of our language or music. And I think there's a lot of potential in that. I felt a little, you know, a little angry there, <laughs> mm. but it just felt OK. So at first I was thinking it's. I don't know. It just felt a little weird that people were f- were actually recommending or, or or forcing people to just watch it in the Japanese dub or or um, uh, the English dub because I was just thinking, are we? I don't know. Are we that convinced that the Tagalog language is just inferior? I'm not mm. sure. This is an, a genuine question. Like, mm. are we that, I don't know, brainwashed in a sense? Um, uh, because I'm not, I'm not sure. Because even with like other, you know, other aspects of, let's say, entertainment, when it's, let's say, OPM or teleseries or Judges Speak, you know, people look kind of look down on it. Mm. Like, do you think, so? I don't know if I'm, you know, if it's too much or something. But it's kind of in that vein. I'm not saying that I'm correct. Who, 
the people who were saying this were they Pinoy, like the ones that you'd? Well, yeah. I mean, these are like people that I followed, and then I also saw like compilations of tweets saying mm. that. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, this is like a genuine question. I'm not like hating on people. Um, but anyway, obviously, like it's still open for criticism, and you know, everybody is entitled to their own opinions. And plus, it's really all about. Uh, and then after that, after that whole thought, I was thinking. You know what? It's just really a preferential thing. You know, if you do prefer to watch it in English dub, then why not? Or in the Filipino mm. or in, uh, sorry, Tagalog or in the Japanese dub, then why not? Right? Yeah. I was, it was just a little weird for me that people are just hating on the Tagalog dub. Yeah, there, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of tweets that I saw saying that you know they felt like Liza Soberano didn't do the you know she didn't really do it that great of a job mm-hmm. or whatever. But it, actually, if you read Inca Magnaya, you know, see Inca, but you know, everyone yeah. knows Inca Magnaya. She, she mm-hmm. tweeted her thoughts on it, and uh, I think she put it really well. She said that she actually thought that Liza's voice was perfect. Uh, in lang, just I think maybe in terms of direction, because she 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 also acknowledged that Liza isn't a voiceover actress. Mm-mm. But she's a great actress on camera and whatever. So uh, you know, maybe and this is just this is just her thoughts. She she's she isn't saying this is what happened, but it it's like uh maybe it could have been a direction thing, like how how she was directed to to deliver the lines, because it's different when it's just using your voice, right? You have to feel mm-hmm. the emotions yeah. in the voice. That's why I always say voice actors are it's not easy, man. That yeah. shit is they're so on a hard different level. Yeah. They're on a different level it's because you can't different. see you have to portray the feeling and the whole scene with just your voice and you can't, you know, yeah. can't show it with your face. But it's also a big thing. You know how when we're dubbing mm. and we need to portray like a certain emotion, the yeah. face comes with it, right? Yes, it does. You kind of have to like open your eyes a little bit or mm-hmm. squint if you have to. Like in a world. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I, then you know world. that you're squinting when you say a little, diba? Yeah, diba? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like that. Um. <laughs> But yeah, I kind of get it. That's actually a really good point that in in some aspects, I mean, he, she isn't really a a voice actress. Yeah. Um, So yeah, I mean like those are only my thoughts. These are actually like genuine questions that I have with people that is there some sort of like, are people just repelled (laughs) 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 just because it's in Tagalog, but I'm actually not sure. I appreciated it. I'm not saying that it's like the best or, mm. or you know, it's wonderful. Right. But, you know, I appreciate it. It was just really nice also. So I want to focus on what I really like. It's just nice to see all these references in a Netflix show. Mm. And I'm just imagining people not from the Philippines watching it and then wondering, what is Chocnut? You know, <laughs> what's that train? Why is it blue? Uh, is it really part of the Philippines? Yes, it is. It is MRT. And it kind of breaks down a lot. And that does happen, you guys. Yeah. Break down, it breaks down in the middle of the tracks and people have to go down and walk back to the station. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, it rarely happens, someone. But, you know, it's just, it does, it does. And, uh, you know, uh, even the the creatures, these are things that I've been hearing since I was a kid. The... Tikbalang and the white lady. Wait, I have to sneeze. Oh my gosh. Ah, ah, okay, no, wala. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay. Anyway, so it was just really nice to see all of these elements, you know, Filipino pop culture made it into the small screen. So that was really nice. Um, So, yeah, I think I think that's also like a way to maybe help the show is to, you know, focus on the stuff that you really like instead of, you know, all the negative stuff. Also, Mm. yeah, nitpicking. Also, I really like the, you know, what our Leche fans, because we had like a discussion on the Facebook page. Uh-huh. I like uh, one of the one of our Leche fans who said that um, our, it was good and they appreciated it. But they said that um, are people just are they just assuming that people know about all these creatures right away? Imparang, they would have appreciated more if it has like a backstory or an explanation before an episode because you know moving on to you know one episode to the next they would just introduce all these creatures but you have to remember that these creatures you know they have like a really rich it's a really rich folklore it's a rich story behind it um, and yeah I think that's a good point too. It, would, mm. it it could be nice if they would, you know, explain it more, I guess, if there would be a season two, why not? Or like, a, what do you call that? Like a prologue? Oh. Is that what you, what you call it? I don't know. You know? Yeah, something like I that. I guess so. I, I guess so, yeah. Deva, uh, they raised really good um, points here in our discussion for from the Leche Fam. If you want to chime in, you guys should join our Facebook page. It's the Halo Halo Show. Letcha fan. Letcha fan on Facebook. Okay. All right. What pal? What pal? Uh, which one do you want to do? The America's Got Talent or you want to do David Archuleta first? Sure, David. Let's talk about David, babyface David Archuleta. Uh, American Idol. This is from uh, Rappler.com. Uh, American Idol alumnus, oh, alumnus, alumnus, David Archuleta came out as a member of the LGBTQ plus community uh, this past weekend, uh, saying that he tried for almost 20 years to try and change himself as he dealt with reconciling his faith and with his sexuality. In his Instagram post, you can see his Instagram post. Uh, you can read the whole thing, but the the uh, Archuleta, he admitted that he was uncomfortable sharing this personal aspect of his life, but wanted to raise awareness for other people from religious upbringings who felt the same way. So if you, you know, he's a super religious, like yeah. guy, if you, if you, if you've been a fan, you, you probably already know that, but uh, first of all, shout out to him for, for taking this uh, Yay. public and this, you know, it's a, it's a big thing for, for him to, to come out and do this for his, you know, thousands, hundreds of thousands of fans out there. Galing and galing. It's, and, it's also what I liked about his whole statement. It's on Instagram. He said that he did come out as gay to his family back in 2014, but then also again later identified himself as bisexual. And, and at the same time, he also raised that point where he doesn't feel sexual urges. Yeah. And you could consider, you could consider that asexual, asexual. which it, it makes so much sense that, you know, the, the community of the LGBTQIA plus the symbol is a rainbow because you it's just you know it, it's 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 a spectrum mm. if you think about it right and you can decide that you are this in one point of your life and you can be another thing you want to call yourself in another part of your life and it doesn't matter you are part of the community yeah 
And I actually, I never really thought about the, uh, what do you call it? The aspect of being asexual. Like mm. it's, it's like a kind of like a foreign concept to me. Like, you know, I think most people experience mga sexual urges and whatever. I wonder what that must feel like. Like you just like, it just doesn't happen. Like you don't really uh, think about it yes. that much. Exactly. I mean, I'm not sure, dude. Yeah. Like I also want to know. Yeah, same, um, same. Because, uh, yeah, I mean, I also didn't know that for for some, I don't know, for some people in the community, I didn't know that it was an issue that, you know, you come out as bisexual mm. because within the community, even, you know, they have a problem with that. Like, people have a problem with that. And pick a side or this is just a transitional phase or whatever. Because, I mean, like, I'm I'm not sure if I want to consider myself as bisexual as well. I don't mm-hmm. think I'm ready to call myself anything in mm-hmm. at this point of my life. But I actually did not. But for me, I do. I think that's the closest thing that I could recognize myself. But I'm still not sure. And then there's another parang hindrance that I didn't know that it was an issue within the community. Do you get mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So and and I mean we have to acknowledge that. It's really nice that he also, you know, uh, what do you call this, included his religion in the statement because it is one of the biggest factors why people, uh, you know, struggle with their lives is yeah. because of, you know, their religion. Yeah, he's a uh, he's by, he's part of the LDS like Latter Latter Day Saints or the Mormon, you know or Mormons. You know, I think that, mm-hmm. they're the same thing, right? Like I think they are like it's the same, aka Mormons. Uh-huh. <laughs> It's like I the same thing, I sure. think. I'm not really sure, but I'm pretty sure he's Mormon and he's LDS, so say same thing. Uh, but yeah, I like I like that you brought that up, and he he brought it up in his statement, saying that uh, consider making room to be more understanding and compassionate to those who are LGBTQIA plus. I didn't know there were even more letters. Wow, and uh, those who are part of that community are trying to find their balance with their faith, which is also a huge part of their identity like myself. So he's talking about his struggle with kind of dealing with both. Can you have both? He's asking, you know, most people probably are not most people, but people who deal with religion that was their maybe their sexual orientation is not fully accepted by their religion. It can be kind of hard to consolidate that. Right. If you, if both are so important to you, but one is telling you can't be this way, it's kind of difficult. So I really like that he is standing up for that, and 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 also that he's not shying away from. I you know for me, I've always had this issue with religion. I, I think we've talked about. Have we talked about it here on the podcast? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, but I mean, just in, in general, have, but... yeah, in general, my my issue a lot of a lot of my issue with religion stems from also kind of outcasting people or in this case lgbtq there's a lot of pushback against it in at least in catholic catholic religion i was raised catholic uh sometimes they say you know homosexuality is a sin blah 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 you you see all these Mm -hmm. things right so i'm like why why would i want to follow something like that but then at the same time, I also acknowledge that faith and whatever is still very powerful. And for it to be powerful enough for him, for David Archuleta to kind of still stand by it, 
and but but push for it to kind of improve rather than turn on it or say no i'm not going to do this anymore I, i i respect that i think that's really uh something very noble of him because he's been you know, he's he's always advocated for his faith and to to kind of give people who are in the same position as him the same kind of uh kind of thought process na lang you know what i mean yeah yeah i understand yeah and, i fully understand yeah how about you any thoughts on david archuleta Uh, congratulations. And oh, oh, I actually have like, I mean, like, I feel like we've encountered this question or, or I don't know, like this funny statement that I wonder what it would be like if straight people had to come out, you know, to, mm. to their parents, you know, if that was the norm, because it, it, if you think about it in that sense, kind of does feel weird, right? Yeah. Like, oh, I mean, But what if the norm was for you to be, let's say, part of the LGBTQ community mm-hmm. and and people had to come out as straight? Weird. <laughs> so <laughs> that's just something to think about. That's why I feel like whenever, let's say, people would come out to me or tell them, tell me that, you know, they feel like they're gay or lesbian or something. I don't really give as much feedback. Like, I feel like if that's who you are, then that's who you are. Mm-hmm. You know, I have nothing to say more except tell you that I'm here and I'm still your friend. I'm still your sister. I am still your coworker, <laughs> right? I'm still your friend, mm-hmm. right? All right. Anything else? That's it? That's it. Wapow! Uh, oh, yeah. By the way, what's your favorite David Archuleta song before we wapow? Crush? Oh, that's your favorite? That's my favorite, Crush. Actually, if you look back on a lot of his songs, maybe he's been telling us all along. Or I don't know. I'm not maybe, sure. but Maybe. 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 Yeah. I don't know if that's an offensive thing to say. I'm so sorry. I don't know. <laughs> or maybe Because, I mean, it is his it. art. And that yeah. is him. So it's, it's just really nice that, you know, that... If, He did it uh, in Pride Month. Oh, shout out to his fans, by the way, who were so supportive. I know. Of, of, of the, his Archies. Yeah, Archies. Yeah, but they were so supportive uh, to him on social media and, and in the comments section. It's really nice to see that. What pow? What pow? All right. Let's go with uh, the Americans Got Talent. Uh, so there's a, there's a contestant who got a golden buzzer. She goes by the artist named Nightbird, N-I-G-H-T-B-I-R-D-E. Okay. So Nightbird. And uh, Rika told me about this. It was actually posted in our Hala Hala Show Leche Fam group as well. And she performed a original song called It's Okay. Uh, so before you, I mean, go listen, go, go watch it on YouTube right yeah, now. Pause uh, this, this podcast, go listen to the song. Yeah. But this, uh, her story, you know how they always have a story or not mm-hmm. every contestant, but there's a, sometimes the, 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 the judges will talk to them. They'll ask them and then they'll give a little bit of a short story. Some call it a sob story. Not, not this, this in particular, but you know, a lot of you um, talent shows are known for kind of hamming it up for, the drama and whatever. But in this case, this was just a very uh, normal, normal conversation between the night bird and the judges. And she revealed that she has been dealing with cancer for a few years now. Mm -hmm. So she hasn't really been working. And I mean, 
she she and, performed the song and it was a really emotional song. I really liked it. What what caught your eye when you were when you were watching because uh, JC watched it and I was listening to his yeah, reaction. Yeah, yeah. What caught your eye was her smile, right? Yeah, she's very pretty and she has like a very uh what do you call it? About an infectious Yeah, infectious smile. Infectious smile. And I mean, like, okay, we can acknowledge that this is a sob story, but even without the story, I think her voice is great. You know, it's a voice. Grace Vander. Exactly, like like, it's a voice that's uso nowadays, and I feel like it would, you know, it would fly. You know, playing it on radio, I would, I definitely. It's like I said earlier, it's a song that I want to sing in the shower. When I want to feel okay, when I want everything to be okay, it's something that I want to shout, you know, to the world mm-hmm. that everything will be okay. And that's the thing because reading her story, she has 2% chance of living. And Damn. when she, and when she was asked about if she was okay, she said, in a sense, she's okay because she has quote unquote some cancer in, in her and she has 2% um, uh, chances of living. And then she also said that 2% is still 2%. It's not 0%. Yeah. So it's... it's she yeah, had cancer in her lungs, lungs spine, and spine. liver. Yeah. What? What? Like... What, what, I mean... What the fuck, man? The point... I mean, like, the fact that she went on stage, one of the biggest stages, you know, in the world people watching her and performed an original song that's that's living mm-hmm. you know <laughs> like idgaf what you yeah. think about my song it's a and it's an original song and it was great the messaging was great as well mm-hmm. and then she said something that i think resonated with a lot of people she said that you can't wait for life to be um to be okay, was that the? You can't wait until life isn't hard anymore. There we go. You before can't wait you until decide, life isn't hard before you decide to be happy. Yeah. And I mean, so, she she has every right to say that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's true. And, and I mean, like, I feel like that's also that the reason why it also resonated with a lot of people is because you know we're we're stuck in this situation that we feel like we're, we're we can't do anything, mm-hmm. and we feel like we're just waiting on something that we don't know what will happen in the future. And for her to say that, you know, two percent chances of living, and mm-hmm. still made something out of this whole crappy situation it, it, it makes you want to do something with your life which we all need right now it might be a big thing it might be a small thing just do something yeah. right that's yeah. that's really nice so shout out to nightburger her real name is is jane, jane. uh jane mark mark chowski i can't pronounce her name it's like a czech name markowski mm-hmm. i think uh, and she lives in Ohio. She's from Ohio and she's been battling cancer since 2017. So four years and counting now. Uh, but her IG and everything after this, you know, after the uh, it was seen by everybody, her her social media blew up and like her song actually topped certain charts uh, on like her song is number one on iTunes. Like surpassing. Wow. Yeah. Surpassing Olivia Rodrigo. Nice. And, 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 yeah. That must be. Okay, I just I have my period. Okay, I want to cry. <laughs> <laughs> I really do want to cry because that's just amazing what people can do, and how you know you can turn your life around like that. That's yeah. really nice, you know. Because when you're when you're fighting for your health, mm-hmm. 
Um, because I mean, I join a lot of support groups uh, for diabetes and they do say that uh, diabetes isn't really like a, it's not a death sentence. It's more like a wake up call and stuff like that. Yeah. And what I realized with reading a, a bunch of people, you know, posting on those support groups um, uh, is that you still face this challenge alone. Even if like, let's say you are, you know, you're surrounded by family, your doctors, you know, your, your loved ones, you know, at the end of the day, you face it alone mm-hmm. and that's why it's just so courageous and brave of her to actually do something with her situation. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, and, com- and also congratulations on the golden buzzer that makes you like you, you're I love the golden the buzzer. Semif- and then they, and then they play like, uh, yeah, that a, whole a that whole scene they, is just tear. It's a tearjerker. The, but when you get the golden buzzer, you're straight to the semifinals or the finals. If I'm not uh, mistaken, straight to the the live show or whatever, the or live the final show, right. show or whatever. You don't have to uh, fight your way to the top. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get to the you get to like the playoffs. Yeah, and I and <laughs> I believe the judges only get one golden buzzer. If I'm not mistaken, per season, I think. Yeah, per season. season. Yeah. Uh, and I thought, you know, no, but I really like in those and just watching those. If you watch a compilation of, of uh, Golden Buzzer clips yes. on YouTube, <laughs> I love the songs that they play. I like, know. When they, they slow, it's perfect. It's in, slow, it's in slow motion. They always pick like a song. I forget what songs they've used. It's, it's like popular song, like pop music. But they they add it to the it does my slow-mo effect. Mm-hmm. And then the, they're hugging or the, the contestant is crying. And it's a, it's so it's like it makes you feel stuff, man. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I know. Just reading about the story, it makes me want to cry. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. But like we said, you can watch the video online. It's all in there. Yeah, great. And if it from- does make you feel like you want to do something with your life, then she did a great job. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Indeed. Uh what pal? Wapow. All right. Uh, we're done with the TTs. And normally we would have included, included these next two things that we're going to talk about in the TTs. But we decided to do something, a new portion. So do you want to do a, how are we going to do a stinger for this, Rika G? Odd, diba? Odd, diba? I'm odd. I'm odd. Ay, yun, yun, okay, diba. Okay, okay, ready? Okay, ready? Odd. Diba? <laughs> We have two things uh, that we're talking about today. The first one are my favorite, one of my favorite brands of shoes. I know it gets a lot of flack, but Crocs, right? I love Crocs. Okay. And they partnered with Balenciaga to create a parang stiletto styled shoe, which is actually going to be part of Balenciaga's spring and summer 2022 collection. And it, it it's hard to describe it in the podcast. I mean, it's a very visual thing, but just mm-hmm. Google it right now. It's literally like there's no changes to the croc except okay. the naka elevate you with a <sighs> with a heel. Ooh, with a high the heel, heel is like a, a stiletto. Yeah, it's, it's great. Like a, yeah, it's like a pole. Look at it, and, and the and the croc is is fucking bright green. <laughs> but there are other designs. Uh, I I, I can't. So as far as I know, I, reading the articles and stuff, I've only seen the picture and the wording like bright green with the black. Yeah. It's bright green. Does the stiletto is black, which makes it even more jarring to look at. <laughs> it's it's such a crazy. Because, okay, crazy the past look. the past few years, the past few months, you know, Crocs have been making a comeback, especially you know with the younger folks pairing it with with street style or or actually streetwear. 
um, and then pairing it with Crocs. And I, mm. I, I guess I kind of get it. You know, you, something that bad can be eccentric, kind of, yeah. you know, when you, when you wear, when you pair it with something like that. Cause you know how people pair like high end, low end. I feel like it can be that way. You know how there are a lot of streetwear mm-hmm. uh, items that are just so plain that you need a statement piece. And that right. could be a statement piece. So I kind of get mm-hmm. that in a sense. Um, I've seen a lot of people who wear, let's say, like biker shorts and a vintage tee with a lot of layers, um, uh, neck necklace. What do you call that? Layered necklace and big hoops. And then they're wearing Crocs. Yeah. It kind of like it doesn't tie the whole uh, outfit together, but it does give it some oomph. I can say, though, that I will never wear Crocs in that sense because I did wear Crocs before, but I would only use them because of necessity. I used to swim and I would I would yeah, wear yeah. Crocs uh, all the time because, you know, it doesn't soak, you know, it doesn't absorb water. It doesn't just smell like either. Wipe, but it doesn't smell. So that that was the only time I wore Crocs. And I remember I wore Crocs to school mm. uh, because they had that one design that it looked like a, a leather shoe. And or like a black shoe, Spanangan. And I used to wear that a lot in school because after school I would have swimming and I would use the crocs that I used for school during swimming training so that I don't have to wear or I don't have to bring an extra pair of shoes. Mm. Uh, But I would only wear it in that sense. But I kind of get it with some people. It's more of like a statement piece. Uh, Like I said earlier to JC, you know, there are a lot of like movies that are bad that you can't stop watching yeah. it's kind Shark of a nato yeah. or is crocs the shark nato of the shoe it's world the is shark nato of the shoe world <laughs> <laughs> i kind of get it and um i actually came across this one uh this one tiktok i think he talks about uh, a lot of uh fashion designers and then he he talked about this one designer that they're Parang their mantra is like, it's so expensive. It's so expensive that it's not for the masses. Parang ganon. Mm. So, and when you look at the designs, it's super eccentric to the point of you can even call it a little ugly. Yeah. It's <laughs> but be because hundred pounds, by the way. Exactly. I, I was about to say that hundred Great British pounds. Yeah, I was about to say that. I feel like the reason why it's so palatable for some, palatable for some people is because of the price tag, mm. right? And there are a lot of things like that, right? Like the yeah. Yeezys and stuff. It's so expensive, but it's literally, it looks like I, I don't know, like an empty foot of a dinosaur, right? <laughs> <laughs> True, that shit is crazy looking. It, it is, but dude, a lot of people want to, you know, get it. Yeah. Actually, this isn't the first time that Balenciaga and Crocs have, have uh, partnered before. They actually teamed up uh 2018, and mm-hmm. I just looked at the picture. They they released like a, dito, like a platform Crocs, like platform yeah. shoes, but Crocs. But Crocs, but Crocs I, I, I found a great thread on Twitter, which I retweeted on my personal Twitter account. Right about the success of Crocs, like how they went from a small business to like, mm-hmm. a, uh, like a rousing success. And you're right. I mean, a lot of people wear it for practicality. A lot of people in the medical field, mm-hmm. uh, exactly. you know, swimmers, because it's waterproof, uh, kitchen workers, because, you know, they to, for the slip resistance of uh, wet kitchens and whatever. So Crocs is awesome. But like you said, you know, statement pieces, speaking of, uh, I actually 
found out about Crocs in two, around 2006 or seven. I was still in high school. And there's this one guy, his name is Kenzie. And he, he was all, always known for wearing like really cool, uh, like hip hop clothes. You know, he, was, he, he always dressed well whenever he went to, to school. And one day he came in, like he was dressed up and then he was wearing Crocs. It's like, what the fuck are you, are those on his feet? And people were giving him shit about it, but he didn't give a fuck. Right. And, and I was like, damn, that's so cool, man. Like it really, I was like, damn, I want to, I want to be like that. I want to not care about what I look like or whatever. He, he was so confident with it. So ever since then, I was like, damn, I need to get some Crocs. So I got Crocs and right. I've been, I've been loving them ever since. I don't care about what people say about my Crocs, man. I love Crocs. I, I feel like I need to read a whole, a whole article about the psychology of Crocs. Maybe. maybe. <laughs> There's got to be some like some thesis yeah. out there. Uh, anyway, uh, what's our stinger now? Not It's got to be something. I know. Uh, uh, oh, my gosh. Let's decide on it. The so next yeah, episode. next time. Okay. Uh, the last thing we're talking about is uh, a baby born here in the Philippines. A couple from Santa Maria, Bulacan, actually came up with a name to give their firstborn child. And the okay. name. <laughs> What's the is, whole name? The, the name is Hypertext Markup Language R Pascual or HTML, which you might know from, <laughs> the, you know, if you've ever used. Uh, uh, what's that? MySpace uh, or anything you said? Friendster, diba HTML. Yeah, you can mm-hmm. edit H- but baby uh, HTML. I know, multiply, multiply, yeah. So baby HTML. Hyper. That's literally the name on the birth certificate. Hypertext markup language R Pascual. Uh, in a Facebook post that was posted last Thursday, uh, the name of the auntie and my sincerely, yung pangalan sincerely Pascual is the the, the aunt. <laughs> The aunt of this newborn baby shared a photo which went viral about her nephew named, uh, well, HTML Pascual. Galing. What a, what a name, man. Oh, is my that, God. <laughs> is that? I mean, I know there are some names that you not, you're not allowed. I, I did a Google search before. Like, can you name your kids like shit or fuck or something? You know, right, you can't right. name your kids. I think there's like rules against it. But HTML, that's... That's kind of a weird ass name. I mean, it's uh, I guess it'll never it's be weird, forgotten, right? It's weird, but I don't think it falls under the names that you Law. can't name your baby, right? Because yeah. if I don't, I mean, the full name sounds, you know, sounds okay, I guess. Yeah. But it's what's funny about it is when you, you know, the, the acronym. Yeah. So. <laughs> and she said the the auntie who posted a photo also had a recent interview with Inquirer. And it said that her, she said that her family, in their family, weird name, unique, not weird, sorry, unique names is what she says, uh, right. run in the family. So her brother's, her brother Max's real name is Macaroni85. <laughs> That's cute. The, the, their other sister is Spaghetti88, and hers is Sincerely Yours98. That's her full name. But wow. sincere, Sincerely Pasqua or Pas, uh-huh. uh, no, Sincerely Pasqual is actually Sincerely Yours98. Pascual, and that her sister Spaghetti has two children named Cheese Pimento and Parmesan Cheese. That is, I'm so not cute. making this up. I'm that not is really it cute, and I, I feel like it's something it that will tie your your family together. You know, and, like you'll have that forever. Yeah, and then and they have cousins really nice. named Design and mm-hmm. Research. 
What? <laughs> that's so wild. So that's I mean, a while. That's. I oh wonder gosh. what the you know since they've had cheesy and Parmesan, so it's kind of related. So if HTML has a brother or sister, what do you think it would be? HTML. Yeah, like what's it another should, jargon? Uh, yeah, it should coding, be like a coding, coding jargon, jargon, right? I don't actually know a lot of like Python. Maybe Python <laughs> is a it's like M R I C language. M R I C. USB, USB, USB. <laughs> this is my baby sister, USB. Oh gosh, H- yeah. I mean, how would you even what name would you go by? I mean, how would people call you? Hyper, uh, you know what? I would be so mad if this baby did not grow up to be like a, a, a badass coder or something. For real, man. <laughs> like I said, macaroni, spaghetti, like you know, you could those are even though they're not common names, they're very unique. They're, you could, you could, you know, I, 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 I could call someone macaroni or mac or spaghetti. Like, hey, spaghetti. It's like a cool nick. It's like a, you know, it's like a nickname that you maybe has has been given to people before. But HTML is never. I, I can guarantee you, no one's ever called anyone HTML ever in their yeah. life. Right. That's, that's so, really funny. So what's the <laughs> like? How will they? <laughs> I, I don't know how they're gonna. How they're gonna like. Talk, call the baby. What are they going to call him? H. Call, call baby. I H. know. H-T? Right? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Gonna, there we go. Gonna, yeah, there we go. <laughs> that does it for uh, Odd. Diva. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can follow us everywhere on the Halala Show this uh, Wednesday. I'm not sure. Are we doing uh, Let's Chica? Yeah. Are we doing, okay, okay. Let's Chica, the one that I posted on Instagram. Okay, cool. And we're also going to be announcing the winner of the Delibre uh, Chow King. Yes. Yes, we'll be doing that as well. So listen to that on Wednesday. You can follow us everywhere at the Hala Hala Show, except for on Instagram. Instagram. Where, <laughs> where it's just Hala Hala Show and Anaparika G. Oh, the, that's or, it. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Uh, oh, follow us on Spotify. It does have a follow button. So yes. if you want to just, you know, follow us, then go ahead, please. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. That's it. Uh, we'll do shout outs on the next mix. because I got to go. I got to go to work. So yeah. uh, take it easy and uh, let's extra song. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.